Today's show is sponsored by Linode. Simplify your infrastructure and cut your cloud bills in half with Linode's Linux virtual machines. Develop, deploy, and scale your modern applications faster and easier. Whether you're developing a personal project or managing larger workloads, you deserve simple, affordable, and accessible cloud computing solutions. Get started on Linode today with a $100 credit, especially for listeners of the Cloudcast. You can find all the details at lennode.com slash cloudcast. Lennode has data centers around the world with the same simple and consistent pricing regardless of location. Simply choose the data center nearest you. You'll also receive 24 by 7 by 365 human support with no tiers or handoffs regardless of your plan size. You can choose shared and dedicated compute instances or you can use your $100 credit on S3-compatible object storage, manage Kubernetes, and more. If it runs on Linux, it runs on Lennode. Once again, lennode.com slash cloudcast, and click on the Create Free Account button to get started. Cloudcast Media presents, from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hope everybody is doing well. Another weekend, another Sunday Perspective show. You know, this one, uh, a couple of things kind of caught my eye this week and, and got me thinking about some things. Um, you know, for, for a long, long time, you know, when I was growing up, uh, I played a lot of sports. And one of the nice things about sports is, you know, whether you have a good season or a bad season, the season ends. And at some point, you know, you have a chance to, uh, you know, kind of evaluate the season. Did it go well? Did it not go well? But, you know, just basic things like if you had an injury, you get a chance to heal. Um, if, you know, you didn't necessarily like your team, well, that team's done for the year or that team may be done for, you know, however long. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to think I'm stuck in this thing forever. And and so the nice thing about sports is uh, because it's seasonal, whether you're talking about soccer or football or whatever sport that you tend to like, um, you know, it had gaps in it. And, you know, one of the things that was always interesting to me as I got into the tech industry was that sort of lack of gaps, right? You know, the, the tech industry, you know, being as it's a business, never really has an off season, if you will. It never has a, sort of an end of a season, right? You know, companies talk about the end of Q1 or the end of Q2 or this fiscal year, but then it just rolls back into the next one. And so, uh, you know, there was a couple of sort of tweets and some things I saw floating around. Uh, I listened to a, a separate podcast that was sort of exploring what do coaches do during their off season. In this case, it was talking about football coaches, but it could be any coach. And it was, you know, what do they do to unwind? What do they do to recharge? What do they do to think about how they prepare for the next season and so forth? And then I saw another tweet from a friend, uh, Neil Akani, who's been on the show before. Um, and he said, you know, uh, there is, you know, just a ton of, of, of openings right now for a lot of tech uh, roles and companies and people that he follows and companies he invests in. And somebody came back and said, well, you know, why is that the case? Why are there so many companies that are getting started? Maybe we should just not have as many companies. And all of it got me thinking, you know, uh, 
I think it's helpful to have some perspective about what do you do if you're in the tech industry, whether you're as a vendor or you're as a customer or you're you know somewhere in the tech industry, and you're like, man, this thing never seems to slow down. It never seems to stop. And for some people, they love that. Uh, they love the fast pace of things, the pace of change. But at some point when you've been doing it for a while, you do wish there were some slowdowns. You wish there were some some off times. And so I thought what we want to do today is kind of dig into you know how do you manage the fact that tech really has no off season. And and it is such a hard driving industry, such a fast changing industry. What are some things you can do to sort of build in an off season, if you will, or build in some things that are going to help you be successful uh, in trying to create some breaks, some gaps, some changes of pace within how you do work, uh, how you work with your colleagues uh, within the tech industry? So we're going to get to that right after the break. Today's show is sponsored by Cloud Zero. For software-driven companies focused on growing margins, CloudZero is the only cloud cost intelligence platform that puts engineering in control by connecting technical decisions to business results. By analyzing cloud services like AWS and Snowflake, CloudZero provides real-time cost insights that help you maximize margins. Engineering teams can answer critical questions like, who are my most expensive customers? How much does this specific feature cost our business? What's the cost impact of re-architecting this application? With cost anomaly alerts via Slack, product-specific data views, and granular engineering context that makes it easy to investigate any cost, CloudZero is your complete cloud cost intelligence platform, connecting the dots between high-level trends and individual line items. Join companies like Drift, Rabbit7, and SeatGeek by visiting cloudzero.com cloudcast to get started today. That's cloudzero.com cloudcast. Today's show is sponsored by Okta, the leading independent identity solution. Okta provides best-in-class authorization so your customers and workforce can safely access what they need most right when they need it from anywhere. Organizations around the world trust Okta's identity cloud to sign in, authorize, and manage users, whether it's employees, contractors, partners, or customers. And with Okta's developer tools, you'll never have to build authentication again. Our customizable code blocks are flexible and future-proof with easy-to-use APIs and SDKs so you can do less coding and more shipping. Okta is dedicated to building the most reliable, neutral identity platform because it means protecting more than a login. Identity is protecting people, their ideas, their work, their brilliance. It's protecting your future with confidence. Learn more at okta.com. That's O. K-T-A.com. And we're back. And as we mentioned in the top of the hour, you know, the top of the show, <laughs> top of the hour, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about, you know, how do you continue to be successful? How do you keep yourself recharged? How do you keep yourself focused when there really is no downside to the tech industry? And, you know, as I think about this, and, and for those of you that, uh, you know, listen in to both the Wednesday show and the Sunday show, you may be thinking, boy, the Sunday show, the Sunday perspective show sometimes seems like just a long list of stuff. And, and I apologize for that as, as I've been thinking about it. I know sometimes it does devolve into these lists, but uh, sometimes as I'm thinking from a perspective, uh, you know, kind of pondering things or trying to put things into, I don't know, bigger context, sometimes my, my brain tends to go into lists and at least numbered lists. So I apologize for that. I, I try not to make this just sort of a, a BuzzFeed listicle article. I hope it doesn't come across that way. But uh, uh, I will go through sort of some of the ways that I've thought about um, you know, how do you deal with the fact that we don't have an off season? We don't really have a downtime. Um, you know, yes, people take vacation and, and everybody should, should do that. But like, what are some other things you can do uh, to try and bring back um, some, 
you know, time in your perspective, you know, time in, in how you think about things so that, you know, you're not constantly feeling like, you know, there are always 50 new things coming out and there are always, you know, 20 new things that I got to go learn and how am I ever going to keep up? And I feel overwhelmed all the time. So let me kind of walk through some things. First thing, and, and I've learned this both uh, the easy way and the hard way, Aaron's learned this as well, um, you know, nobody can go 24 by 7 by 365, right? You just can't constantly be uh, always focused on this stuff year after year after year. Uh, you can for certain periods of time, but boy, I tell you what, if, if you take nothing else from this show, take care of your health, right? Find something that you can do that's healthy, both in terms of a diet as well as some form of exercise, some form of something you do that not only, you know, helps keep your body in shape, uh, but also just, uh, you know, allows you to free your mind. And it could be as simple as every day you, you just go for a walk, take the dog for a walk, just, you know, get out in the middle of the day, you know, put it on your calendar, right? Just put a, a block of time in your calendar, but find some time to, to do things that are healthy, right? And I can't emphasize this enough. You know, when you're in your 20s, you think, oh, I'm invincible. You know, I can go out partying at night. I can eat whatever I want. You're in your 30s. You're like, ah, things still are good. And you'll realize at some point your metabolism changes, your ability to, to do certain things for long periods of time, just your ability to focus changes over time. So the earlier you can sort of establish those early healthy habits, um, and I know you will all go through periods of time when you just you, you can't, right? Things just become overwhelming, family and work and other things. Um, but I, you know, I would say this from experience from somebody who's who's gone through it a little bit. Uh, Aaron's gone through it a little bit. Um, you know, find find some things that will help you do that, and 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 sort of come back to them, even if they're not. You know, you don't have to do P ninety X, and you don't have to do keto, and you don't have to be as extreme as you'll see other people doing. But just find something you can do consistently. Um, that's my first uh, big thing. I will I will I will tell you. The next things are all sort of really more around work. Um, first thing is allow yourself to ignore some aspects of the tech industry, right? Nobody expects you to know everything about everything, right? Even within our own show, um, you know, there are two things that Aaron and I always run into. Number one, sometimes we we run out of topics. We're like, hey, I'm kind of bored, right? I feel like we've talked about a lot of these things over and over again. So, um, you know, it's nice for us when people reach out and they say, hey, I, I have this new topic I'd like you to talk about. So sometimes when you listen to our show and you're like, oh, that's kind of odd. They had a, a, you know, a different topic on that seems that that's partially us going, I don't know what else to think about. And the other part is, um, you know, take advantage of folks like us, you know, people who do these podcasts or write newsletters or whatever, and and hopefully they can consolidate things and, and uh, condense things down so that, you know, if you do want to keep up with some aspect of the industry, you can do it in a simple way. You don't have to spend, you know, going through, you know, 17 hours of KubeCon or 17, 20 hours of AWS, you know, you know, sessions and so forth, like find ways to, to allow the industry to sort of consolidate it for you. And, and again, don't feel like you need to be an expert in everything. Don't even feel like you need to pay attention to everything, right? Sort of stay sometimes focused and, you know, at times when it makes sense, go explore other areas, but, uh, but don't feel like you need to know everything about everything. Um, at some point, you know, people expect you to be more, uh, you know, deeper in topics than, than wide. And, and again, take advantage of those folks like us who, uh, who do try and bring you a lot of different things, a lot of different aspects. The next thing I'll, I'll put out there is, um, and this is something that, that I do, um, and Aaron and I have to do because of the podcast, but we do it also because, um, you know, in our day job, we get exposed to a lot of new technologies, a lot of new companies. You kind of have to mentally come up with a framework for how do you evaluate in a short period of time, whether something's worth your time, 
right? Whether you think, uh, you know, not necessarily will something be successful, but is something worth your time to go explore more? And I think now that I've, you know, I've written some of these things down, I think about it, I'm going to do a podcast here, another one of these Sunday perspectives of like, what is a good way to to evaluate new stuff, at least so that you can have a kind of a basic checklist to go, yep, I think this is the right people. I think this is the right timing of something. I think the technology is potentially interesting. Um, you know, five or six of these 10 things seem pretty good. It's worth my time. Oh, only three of them are worth my time or, you know, weighted, you know, these three are the most important. Um, but kind of have a mental framework as to how you think about am I going to even waste my time looking at any of this new stuff? And uh, we'll do a show now that I think about it, maybe in a couple of weeks about how to think about a framework for something like that. Next thing I have on my list is always have a, a side project, something that um, where you're learning something new. And again, this doesn't have to be, you know, the whole like, hey, you know, learn machine learning and go do a Coursera thing or a A-Cloud Guru or a, a, you know, CBT Nuggets or any of those things. It doesn't mean you have to spend you know, hours and hours basically take on a second job, none, none of that. But always have something that you're kind of learning. And again, it could be outside the tech industry, but something that's, that's you know, um, impacting your brain in a way that it's, you know, it's, it's firing off those synapses that get things learning that, you know, because there's going to be times in your life and times in your job when you're just like, it's a slog. I'm doing work, we're doing things, but I'm not learning anything. And I think, the most successful people we find in our industry are the people that are pretty good at balancing that time when they're learning, which, you know, scratches a certain itch they have. Um, and, you know, and, and are very good at the things that they do when they have to just get work done or, or accomplish tasks or be operational. So always have something um, on the side where you're doing that. And again, this could be adjacent to your work or it could be something completely different, right? But, but always have that sort of thing. And again, I'll, I'll give you a simple example, um, you know, of, of, you know, something that, you know, I do once in a while, like I've been doing this thing called thought of a day over on Twitter and, and I haven't been very diligent about it, but I've been kind of thinking about it and I'm kind of just doing this six degrees of separation thing. Like, you know, can I start with some thought, expand it to one degree of separation, another degree of separation, another degree of separation. And it's just kind of me going, okay, I want to scratch the itch of just kind of creative thinking and association of things. So Again, that's sometimes you have to make up stuff that's going to kind of get you interested in learning something new again. Um, but you know, don't get yourself so bogged down in, um, you know, like I'm not learning anything. I don't feel like I'm growing. You can always have some sort of side project, and again, it could be something that takes you five or ten minutes a day. Next thing I have on my list is, you know, begin measuring something that you've ignored, right? Something that you've sort of taken for granted. And, you know, there's always areas uh, in our life, in our work, in, in how we interact with people that could be better. And more and more we find that, uh, you know, we, we tend to become this society and, 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 you know, work cultures where people want to talk about measuring things and having data and ways of backing things up, uh, you know, backing up their, their decision-making process. So think about just something in your life that you can measure. Um, it could be, you know, how much time you're spending on email. It could be, you know, how frequently that you're interacting with uh, the most important colleagues you have. It could be, you know, how much time are we spending on repetitiveness of tasks? Uh, it could be, you know, how much time uh, we're spending, you know, doing creative thinking and so forth. But come up and, and measure something and think about how do I use that data to try and improve it? Because again, what you're trying to do with this is number one, you're sort of forcing yourself to be like, hey, you know, am I measuring something important or am I measuring something not important? Hopefully you're measuring something important. But more importantly, can you then think through the process of trying to essentially use that to to either 
improve some area, which hopefully will you know get rid of some of the the downtime, you know, some of the the least important things in your what you're working on, or reduce some of the repetitiveness that you're doing, right? Give you some time back. So think about that as you know, it's not only a tip, a tip and a, a trick to you know, kind of being better at some aspect of what you do, but it also, you know, starts to get you to explore, like, how do people measure things that sometimes seem difficult to measure? And, you know, coming back to the sports analogy, um, you know, we're now seeing all sorts of analytics around sports about, um, you know, not only just the basic numbers, wins and losses and goals and, you know, kind of very visible things, but other tangible things that, that people are using to make their teams better, evaluate individuals and so forth. So think about that a little bit. Um, next thing I have on my list, and, and this is something that you know I've learned the hard way uh, multiple times over time, is learn to take back some time in your life. Right, there is always going to be times when you know you get distracted with things. It could be a discussion group online. It could be some habit that you have. It could be some idiosyncrasy that you have. And there's times when you have to go. Do I still need to do this? Do I still need to spend the ten minutes a day, or thirty minutes a day, or, or you know twenty minutes, you know three hours a week, or whatever, doing something? And, you know, if you, sometimes you have to look at some things and just say, I know I really enjoy this, but I need to drop it from my life or I need to do it far less because I need two hours back. I need 20 minutes a day back. I need, you know, I need to not be context shifting so much. Um, And this is one of those ways you can go about doing it. I know for myself, uh, you know, uh, you know, given up watching football on Sundays. Like I just could care less about, you know, the NFL football, but it's also, you know, I'll stop participating in some discussion group that even though I really like the people a lot, I just kind of go, yeah, it's a waste of my time, right? It's not, I'm not benefiting from it. I enjoy it, but it's, it's a, it's a, you know, kind of a a useless kind of brain thing. Um, But think about how you can get some time back in your day. And again, this typically means you're either going to have to automate something um, that, you know, typically you were doing manually. Uh, You may have to get rid of something or you may have to change something about how you do it, but find some way to get some time back in and, and when you find you get that time back, don't necessarily replace it with something. Maybe kind of give yourself some buffers, right? And, and again, you know, it's important to sort of put those buffers into your calendar, uh, you know, have some literal gaps in your calendar, you know, mark them any way you want so that if your colleagues are trying to schedule meetings with you, you know, you, you put, I don't know, research or something, um, but find some time to get back and then, you know, keep hold on to that, right? Sort of treat it as a, as a, a valuable commodity. And then you can decide when to reallocate that sort of time. So, and then the last thing I had on my list um, was, you know, as you're you're going through these slogs, as you're doing things, you know, and I mentioned this, you know, in the previous show about, you know, lessons for surviving in tech, um, you know, you want to reach out to your mentors, reach out to your friends, reach out to other people in the industry and just kind of spend some time with them, right? You know, what are you guys doing? What are, what are you doing? What's, what, what's fun in your life? What's interesting? What kind of projects are you working on? How are you learning? How are you better managing things? So, you know, make sure that, you know, you're, you're cultivating those kind of relationships, people you can trust, um, you know, reach out to people. Um, you know, in some cases you have to be a little bit vulnerable and say, Hey, I'm struggling with something, right. I'm, you know, feel like we've been doing this project for six months and I'm just, you know, up against a wall, you know, kind of mental blocks and stuff. So, you know, you want to have those kind of people that you can reach out to talk to, um, cause again, you're not necessarily looking for advice, but sometimes you're just looking for ways to decompress with people that have been through it before, right? You kind of want to learn from their experience. You want to take advantage of the fact that they've fallen down three or four times, skin their knees, have some scabs and scars. And, and you're kind of going, 
uh, I'd prefer not to do that, right? Are there any lessons or tips or tricks that you can provide me to uh, to avoid that? So with that, I'm going to kind of wrap it up. Uh, you know, we, we went through about six or seven things here. And um, again, these things are kind of reinforcement of the idea of managing your time well, managing your health well, uh, managing your mental state, right? Keeping yourself interested in things, um, you know, staying, giving yourself enough time to to decompress, to get unfocused for a period of time in which you can kind of recharge, uh, refocus, reprioritize what's important to you. Because um, again, you know, the great thing about our industry is it is constantly changing. There's always interesting new things going on. Uh, there's always interesting personalities, uh, sometimes for good and bad, but there's always interesting people and personalities. Um, but trying to, to take it all in and deal with it 24-7 is really, really hard. And, you know, Luckily for folks like in the sports industry and in some industries, there is a downtime. There is a, there is a, um, you know, there are breaks. Our industry doesn't necessarily give us that. And so you have to sort of create artificial breaks and artificial off seasons, if you will. And so hopefully some of those tips were useful. Um, I know for myself and, and for Aaron, they've been useful over the years. And, um, you know, him and I talk all the time about like, hey man, how are you, how are you dealing with this? How about that? And, you know, what are you up to right now? How, you know, what's your level of, of exhaustion? And so you got to kind of have those people in your life that can help you with that. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's Sunday, conver- uh, con- Sunday conversation, Sunday perspective show. And, uh, uh, as always, thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for giving us feedback on the show. We've been seeing more and more on uh, Apple Podcasts and other places, and we really appreciate that. And uh, we thank everybody who who tells a friend and has been helping us grow the show. The, the numbers have been up here the last couple of months, and I think part of that is people are getting back to uh, back to normalcy. And I think we'll start to see, you know, if people start to go back to the office, uh, you know kind of getting into commutes and runs and other types of things that we did a year or so ago. So hope everybody's doing well. And with that, we're going to wrap up and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media.